0: The Sportsman's Nation Podcast Network is brought to you by Onyx Hunt. Bringing you the best GPS mapping software directly to your smartphone or desktop, Onyx offers you the ability to see property boundaries, mark waypoints, track your location, and so much more. Visit onyxmaps.com or you can download it directly from your app store today. Save 20% off of your purchase by using the code NATION20 at checkout. That's capital N Nation followed by the number 20. Welcome to the Southern Ground Hunting Podcast. I'm your host Parker McDonald and this is episode number 59. Today I've got my dad Randall McDonald and my brother-in-law Caleb Hester and we are recapping a recent trip that we took out to Texas to do a hog hunt using dogs and knives. So if that sounds like something you're interested in I think you'll enjoy the show. This is the Southern Ground Hunting Podcast. all right welcome back to the southern ground hunting podcast hopefully you guys had a very merry christmas i know we did we Had a good christmas how about y'all
1: had a great great christmas
0: it was awesome yeah yeah well had all the
1: family in it was yeah. grandkids you can't get better than that
0: oh yeah yeah you had your grandkids here that's for sure so uh caleb back in back home yep. back in texas nothing better than a texas christmas so. Yep, eehaw
1: yep. joe isn't it kind of cool that we are going to be talking about pigs and we got a guy from the pig state right here yeah, arkansas. arkansas
0: so caleb so, yeah. lives i on the razorback <laughs> caleb lives in arkansas and uh took my sister there and
1: we haven't forgiven him for that yet got a
0: got a baby boy <laughs> yeah. and one yeah. on the way right no. <laughs> uh, what if we no. planned this whole thing for you, Dad? To announce <laughs> yes, to, to you announce that, right here that they were having uh. another baby. <laughs> well, I'd be happy. <laughs> Let's move this mic a little bit so both of y'all can, because your voice is kind of overpowering his a little bit. But um, so yeah, we went on a uh, hog hunt that we're going to talk about real quick uh, this evening. And we didn't go this evening. We went what what day we go? Three days ago, four days ago, something like that. Yep,
1: I think that's right. About three days ago.
0: Yeah, it, was, it wasn't, wasn't too long ago it was before Christmas for sure. But uh, but before we get into this uh, this conversation, I want to remind you guys that you can save fifteen percent off your purchase at Screegear.com by using the code all lowercase, all one word, Southern Ground at checkout. 15% off. You're pretty
1: good.
0: It's pretty good. And it's good stuff, too. I've really enjoyed using it. It didn't really matter for us that much on this hog hunt. No, but, no. It, it, it. Well, you know what? That's not t- entirely true because y'all were freezing your butts off <laughs> in the evening and I was just wearing my little 300 merino hoodie and uh, y'all were like, Are you not cold? I'm like, Yeah, I mean, not really. And y'all were like, <laughs>
2: It, it was cold up yeah, there. It was chilly. really cold. Yeah, could have used a hoodie and some gloves, definitely. But.
0: Yeah, it was. Uh, it it did get a little chilly there. It was warm all afternoon, all afternoon, and then,
2: yeah,
0: all of a sudden it got cold. But so, uh, so, Dad, you've been on the show before. Yes, uh, a couple of times. Caleb, this is your first time to be on the podcast, and uh, for really no other reason other than you're not really. You never really hunted a whole lot no
2: nope.
0: not really been something that you super liked or was raised around or anything like that yep. um but you went out with us and did this hog hunt um so t- so tell us caleb like like before this you've never killed an animal probably other than like maybe rabbit squirrel birds or something like that what's 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 your view on hunting
2: I think this particular hunt was a pretty cool experience, honestly. Um, I think it would be something cool for anyone to do, either with their family, guys in their family, if it's a guy hunting, or even with a group of friends. I think it was fun, one, for us just being together. and uh, And then, yeah, I think it's just a cool experience to be able to say that hey I went hunting and I killed a hog with a knife like you know it's, it's, one thing for someone to, it's one thing for someone to say hey I shot a hog you know or I shot a deer you know but it's another whole another thing to say I went out in the woods and I killed a hog with a knife you know <laughs> I feel like that's something that Chuck Norris would do or something
0: like that, yeah. <laughs> so that's it's, pretty fun it is it is I was thinking about that the other day I'm like man what a crazy thing to tell your buddies you know I mean you're a pastor you work at a church People, especially there in in Arkansas, come in. They're deer hunters and, you know, whatever kind of hunters. And they ask you, you know, you got a big burly beard and you wear camo a lot. Hey, do you you hunt? Well, you know, not really. I'm not really into it. But I did kill a hog with a knife one time. Yeah. (laughs) That's pretty hardcore. Yeah, that's Like any of their deer stories kind of start to pale in comparison. (laughs) Yeah. They're like, well, I killed a deer from a deer blind once. Yeah. (laughs) So, that's uh, that's pretty cool. It, I was I was pumped that you got to go with us. I thought that was a lot of fun. So, we're actually going again tomorrow. Yes. Yep. And uh, going out to kill you one, Caleb. Yep. You think you got it in you?
2: Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah? Yep. No doubt.
2: As long as there's not, you know, like 15 of them or something <laughs> at yeah. once, then yeah, I think I got it. You're good?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, hopefully, if we can get that done, Dad... Which, that you, you can kill hogs pretty much anytime you anytime want to. Anytime I
1: want. So I'm, not, I'm not, not too worried about it. But I did go out and buy a spear. Because yeah. I really didn't want to do the knife thing. I wanted to do it with a spear. But, but the more I've thought about it, I really want to do the spear from a tree thing. Oh, yeah. I just think that it, we got to see it one time on, on a ram hunt. Yeah, and mm-hmm. and I've always thought about that. How incredible that would be to have a spear, kind of primitive. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's about as primitive as you get. Mm-hmm. And and dropping that spear. So I've got a spear now. So we'll see how that goes.
0: Yeah, that'd be that'd be pretty neat. Um, all right, so Dad, why don't you kind of explain the hog? He says you're a landowner here in East Texas. Um, explain for everybody listening that maybe doesn't have any experience with wild hogs kind of explain what they do to the land out here
1: oh my goodness um the land that we went to just the other day uh it was tore up there was ruts in that in that land that were probably where they had chewed it up and rutted in it and just i mean they had done some terrible damage to this guy's land and he's trying to grow hay on it Mm. and uh uh, some of them were probably a good some of those ruts probably a good 18 inches deep and so you can imagine what that would be like but but i mean just just my land i only i have what probably about 2500 acres and of that 2500 acres that i own I would say probably half of it has been chewed up by hogs. So that doesn't leave a lot of browse for, for the deer and the other animals that are out there. So so it's definitely a problem. But what's really interesting, I don't think a lot of people know what what kind of problem this is. A hog, and this is just the statistics that I've read, but a hog at three months of age can start reproducing. They can reproduce three times a year and in each litter they can have nine to 13 piglets now think about that
0: yeah and even if that's not 100 percent accurate on your numbers it's close to that i know it's, it's pretty close it's close to that yeah it's uh it's a lot it's a lot it's a bunch so
1: it, it creates a problem for ranchers i don't ranch but it does create a problem in my land because i want deer on my land yeah and the deer just don't like to be around the hogs they just don't well they
0: eat everything
1: they'll they eat everything but a deer will 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 take second mm-hmm. they'll let that hog come in because they're very aggressive so
0: yeah and you can see that i mean we we hunted out on your property last night for a couple hours and I mean, just walking through there, we didn't even see a hog, you know, but I mean, it was just like mounds of dirt that they've just rooted up. And I mean, you can't even, can't do nothing. I mean, we were driving in like the middle of town yesterday. Yeah, Yeah. And you said, hey, look over there. And there's this yard in front of this business and it's just rooted up by hogs. I mean, there was a little patch of woods next to it and it's just rooted up by pigs that's crazy like right. that's some stuff that like and as I told you I was like man I mean the amount of damage that they do you'd think you'd be able to go out there and and see one on every every corner behind every tree and shoot them and get rid of the problem but the only real proven methods are with helicopters so from the air mm-hmm. uh, trapping and trapping's dang expensive yep to get into you know I mean especially start talking about those big huge traps that knock it put a dent in the population i mean you can get those single you know single hog traps or snares and stuff that stuff's not that expensive but i mean you're not wiping out the population with a snare but you got those big almost corral type traps that i mean they're thousands and thousands of dollars to get to get one of those um, the other method that's proven is with dogs with the use of dogs because it I mean you really I mean and Andrew Andrew's the guy who took us out he told me the other night that uh, when he first started hunting running his dogs on this place they uh, they would catch probably 10 or so in an hour said so you could you could get off one hog go find another one and you just I mean you just stack them up so I mean it's a problem and, and he has done a good job of knocking down the population because that obviously didn't happen for us. But, I mean, you look at the amount of damage that's still there and we weren't even really getting consistently on pigs for the whole evening. And you look at the amount of damage that was still there. I mean, can you imagine what it was before? Oh, my goodness. Before anybody had come out there and hunted them?
1: You couldn't ranch it. No. You couldn't
0: farm it at all. No. So... So, the reason I wanted to kind of talk about that is because what we talk about next, kind of the method for the hunt that we did, was kind of barbaric, really. I, there's not a whole lot. savage.
1: Very primitive.
0: Yeah. It is super primitive. Um, and honestly, like, it. I mean, it, it kind of messes with you a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a little bit, you know, I mean... We're taking, you're taking a knife and you're actually stabbing something to death, which is a pretty intense thing to deal with, you know? Uh, somebody I posted a picture of it on Facebook. I killed one. I posted a, a picture of it on Facebook and somebody said, stabbing a hog change, changes a man. And you wouldn't think, you know, I mean, I know pigs. I know, I know, well, I know pigs. I know some people that I would... Call pigs, but) uh, <laughs> uh, But I, know, I understand the issue with hogs, yet it was still a kind of a, a tough thing, you know, to, to be a part of. And uh, so that's what I kind of wanted to talk through today. Um,
1: well, let me ask you a question. Okay. Going back to, to the original first time that you killed something, yep. you were sitting out behind your grandparents' house,
0: mm-hmm.
1: me, mom poppies. You were sitting out there and you were shooting birds. I don't know if you, you were for young, no
0: specific reason at all. I wasn't no. eating them? You weren't eating
1: them? You just had a desire. So the first time that you made contact with it, with that bird, what was that feeling like?
0: It, well, I was telling you the other day, I didn't feel any remorse for animals when I was when I was younger. It was like a it was like an all boy type like. It it wasn't like oh my gosh I killed a cute little birdie or anything like that. I was like oh, let's do it again. You know I I, I didn't have any uh, any remorse and and that's something that you learn I think as you grow older. You know I think there is a natural um, God given instinct to kill, right. Um, but you have to learn how to use it you have to learn why sure. it's there your god given instinct is to kill for food yes right but i think it's just like a a young dog you know will kill a mouse and bring it to you you know bring it up to your doorstep Conquer. yeah it, it's it's like that's i think that's that's the natural instinct and then you learn why yeah you figure out why and that has to be taught to you um, but this whole thing takes a whole nif- a whole different I mean, it's so involved. You know, you're not shooting... Even even an arrow. I mean, you think about a traditional bow. Shooting an arrow, you're still 15, 10, 15, 20 yards away from it. You're not, like, feeling the animal. You're not touching the animal before it dies. true. Or while it's dying. So something about this that was just... Just... it, It was weird and... And I, and I say all this to say, I probably would never pay money to go and do this, right? Right. Like, I probably wouldn't. If somebody invited me to go, I might go and do it again, um, which is a possibility. You know, we've got these people that we know that are letting us do this, you know, this week. Um, I think I will enjoy being on the camera side of it a little bit more than the actual knife side of it. It was fun. It was just kind of a one-time one-time thing one time the next time I just don't feel like it would be it would be like just a whole lot of I don't know I don't know that it would it would be the same you know doing it again
1: the only real benefit is knowing that you are helping a rancher
0: yeah because
1: because because it is a nuisance Mm -hmm. to the rancher to the livestock to everything out there and and I'm telling you the best way we can get this problem taken care of is if hunters will go ahead and 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 take taking an, an animal, because mm-hmm. because that is so important to controlling this in Texas and and believe you me, it is going all over right now. I mean it is all over the South right now. There is a pig problem,
0: and it won't it, shooting them won't make a huge dent in them. You know they're reproducing that, but there's so many people that are just I don't want to deal with the hogs tonight, you know, or whatever. So they don't shoot them. Whenever they walk out, it it is a problem, and it's got to be it's got to be fixed. And um, so that's why you you have a face. Well, just
1: just two weeks ago, a lady not far from here was killed by hogs, mm-hmm. which which is a whole different situation. But but that that's. Uh, If you've ever been out in the field and you've had a hog charge you, and I have, it's, I'm telling you, it'll,
0: it'll, (laughs) it'll make your butt wink. It'll do it right quick. (laughs) I'm telling
1: you, you got to go change underwear pretty quick because I mean, it's a scary thought. But that lady, she was just pulling up in a driveway, a caretaker for someone. And, and I feel like she probably somehow got between a mama and her piglets. That's what I, I don't know that for sure, but, but, but that's what the coroner said. And so uh, this is something that we've got to be careful of. Well,
0: you remember, you remember when uh, that happened to me with that pig that you had shot kind of in the back leg? Yes. You had shot that pig, and we were going to track it. Luckily, I had my AR, so it was a semi-automatic gun, and uh, we went to track it, and I started finding blood, and the, I, shortly after finding blood, I kind of followed it with my eyes and looked up and saw that pig about the time it started running at me. And it
1: was a big one.
0: And it was a big old sow, <laughs> and uh, like I, it was like gangster-style shooting the AR while it's running towards me. I'm not even aiming. I'm just one-handed, pop, 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 trying to kill this stupid thing. And uh, I mean, it is. They, they make some noises, man. That even if they weren't to do anything, they make some noises that'll make you pucker up. Oh yeah. Um, uh, I was trying to think of another time when something at camp when I was younger working at the church camp, we had some scary situations like that happen. Um, but oh well. I mean, the dogs that we were oh, that wow. were out there, <laughs> they put these they put these vests on them like bulletproof vests. To kind of guard them from getting cut up too bad from these pigs, because these dogs are—they're nothing to mess with. I would hate to get on the wrong side oh, of these dogs. Me too. <laughs> they're tough. These are some tough pooches. Um, but that one—that one dog got cut up pretty bad. Just yeah. Skin hanging yeah. off, and I mean, she was hurting, and but would not stop on that on that bay. No. I mean. But when you look at what they can do to the dog like that you know I mean and every single one of those dogs was pretty cut up from that one pig that that we killed
1: and this was a this was a big old pig too
0: yeah it wasn't just yeah it was, Andrew
1: told us he said that's one of the bigger ones that he's seen out there so yeah so this was a pretty good pretty good sized pig and
0: it was a sow it's just yeah. a big fat sow probably 215 pounds um, and if you like that is a that is a guy who is very conservative in his numbers, because I don't ever want somebody to say, nah, it ain't that big. This pig was huge. Yeah, it was real wide. Yeah, it just, I mean, just go watch the video. It's uh, actually, as we're speaking, it's done. It's on YouTube. I haven't published it yet, but it's there. All I've got to do is write it out. So by the time this uh, this podcast airs, that video will be up on YouTube for everybody to watch. So... Yeah, go and uh, go watch that video. It's it'll give you a good idea. I couldn't move the pig on my own, and I've moved some two hundred pound deer on my own. I couldn't move this pig dead weight. Couldn't move it on my own. So it was a big sow, and she cut up almost every single one of those dogs.
1: Now I know you were really glad to have Caleb out there that night because uh, uh, we. Caleb and I were supposed to be the the on the camera, and uh, so here's Caleb... what
0: I did. <laughs> here's what I did, knowing that something had a decent chance of going wrong. I mean, it's it's okay. Y'all if your
1: don't, dad's involved, it's going to go wrong. Y'all
0: don't no. I, y'all don't work with camera gear a whole lot. And Caleb had never. I mean, you've hunted a few times with us, not just a ton though. I can't expect you to know how to like how to read animal stuff you know what's going on in a hunting situation um but you did a great job dad is like legally blind so i can't expect him to (laughs) i can't expect him to see a record button you know whether it's recording or not i'm sitting right here okay (laughs) i'm right here i'm I'm right here (laughs) so i uh i had both cameras and i said hey here you go y'all both film this part and i'm going to use my gopro i knew my gopro would be running for sure <laughs> not really but i mean yeah it is really the reality of it but uh dad double tapped the i double tapped the record button um luckily i gave caleb the camera that gets the best quality footage um and uh and caleb got it all every single bit of it man that was awesome camera guy he's the cameraman that But was, not tomorrow not tomorrow <laughs> yeah tomorrow's Switch a whole tomorrow. different story i'm gonna be the I'm gonna be the camera guy tomorrow and dad'll we'll make him think he's the camera guy <laughs> hey
1: hey I'm gonna tell you they they gave us some uh, there were so many dogs and he was training some new dogs and so uh he he handed the leash to me on one of the dogs And I'm telling you that dog pulled me up the pull me up every hill, everything. I mean just <laughs> pull me straight up the hill. That was the easiest climbs I've ever had. Next time we go deer hunting, I want to take one of those dogs with us. <laughs> yeah. Take out, me up some of those mountains in of Alabama. Those mountains.
0: Man. That that was that was true. I had to hold the leash on that big Boudreaux, <sighs> the big American bulldog. So if y'all watch this video, um the dog that just looks like it wants to eat you, that's Boudreaux and it, he's a the sweetest little puppy ever, but when he gets on that catch, he's the what's called the catch dog, um, and so these the smaller dogs kind of bail him up, and he's kind of the muscle that comes in for the catch, and uh, he is a big boy, and he was like, he was all over that stinking pig whenever before we before we killed it, he was like all over it and ended up having a heat stroke is the best i mean these dogs really they're intense they work hard they work really hard and uh he ended up having a heat stroke but i had to after it was all said and done the pigs laying there and i had boudreau by the the leash and he's still just trying to get after this hog while he's he's like (laughs) uh," having this heat stroke and he's trying to get after this pig and i'm trying to hold him back you know and he was just he was tough to hold back. He's just all muscle. All muscle. Just a horse.
1: If that pig was in the back end of a truck here in Texas, I would go I would make sure I am fifteen yards away from it all the way around that truck. Because I'm not I would not get near that dog in the back end oh, of a that. Oh that
0: dog. I thought you said that pig. Maybe I did say I that think you pig did was say ugly
1: too. That pig was pretty ugly. <laughs> no, but, but that the dog, dog and, and and the thing out Caleb, I don't know if you what you thought about it, but when that dog got a hold of that pig that instinct was incredible probably to me was the most telling thing of the whole adventure the reaction of that dog to that pig and boudreaux i'm speaking about boudreaux here the american bulldog The american bulldog man i've never seen anything like that before that was just the instinct that it had
0: just like the yeah just had it by the neck yes and then you get it away from the pig, and it's just a house dog, <laughs> you know. He... For the most part, he wouldn't. He wouldn't. Didn't do anything to us. No, he just let you pet him, and just. You what know. did you think about no, that? I when mean, that...
2: The, the crazy thing to me is is back to what you said a while ago about how big the pig was. I mean, it's it, we're not talking about a small pig here. It was it's huge, and at one point, Boudreaux the bulldog. I mean, when he came in for the catch, at one point, he's got the neck of this hog in his mouth. I mean, in the, in the grips of his teeth. So, I mean he's he means business i mean when he came in for the catch like it was like holy cow like this 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 is not a dog you want to mess with so yeah. and for me i think you know he that dog also was kind of some security for everyone else there in the hunt it's like Absolutely. but not
0: for you you were fine but for <laughs> yeah, everyone yeah, yeah. else i mean i was i
2: was fine yeah but when that dog came in it was like we can all just relax a little bit because he's got this thing under control
0: but, yeah. that's true that's a good point that it, it does make point. you feel yeah. if they came out with chihuahuas you would probably be feeling a little bit different <laughs> yeah. yeah bring your poodle out for that.
2: Yeah. yeah i mean you can you can look in the eyes of all of the dogs even the smaller ones you could look in their eyes and just know like these are some. There's some mean dogs. Like they're not. You know, they're not just some little puppies that are going to go out and just get eaten up by the hog. But yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. I I feel like I could kind of see that from the beginning. You could just look in the face of the dogs, and they were like, they, you knew they, that they were. About that's what to they lived for. Up. Yeah, they
0: live for that. Yeah. I mean, that little that that one dog. I think he's. I think her name was Babe. Um, the first, the first bay that they got on that yeah that afternoon. They actually ended up killing the hog before we got there. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. I mean, that that tells you. It probably was a little little probably pig, you know, just a little one. But they came up. We were trying to figure out where the dogs were at, and Andrew's looking at his GPS, and he's like, I think they got one bait. And so we went over there, and the dogs came out of the woods, and just bloody mouth, <laughs> blood all over all her over mouth. And we were like, oh, well. That okay. Well, that one won't do any more damage. Well, yeah, that one's good. Um, I mean, that's that's just that's crazy. But, but Ken, I want to I want to talk just for
1: a second about Andrew. Him. And his Andrew's re- the handler. He his respect for those dogs. I mean, he cared for those dogs. That mm-hmm. it was it was amazing to watch him with, with his dogs and how much he, he truly cared for them. Now he had to he had to muscle them a little bit at times because mm-hmm. because you're trying to move things and get teeth going in the right direction, and things. But but man, he had a, a genuine concern for his dogs. Uh, uh there was a. They worked so good together. I thought. I thought oh, yeah. they worked really, really good together. And 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 I, I feel like Andrew will probably listen to this podcast. So I just want to say publicly thank you to him for for taking us out and and showing us that adventure. Oh yeah,
0: and he was great. Like the way he could kind of read what they were doing and what they were gonna do, and you know, I mean, it was. It it takes a lot of time to learn a skill like that, and to. And had the patience with dogs to, to teach them how to do that.
1: And he rode his horse the whole time. Yeah,
0: how Texas is that? I
1: man, that was awesome.
0: <laughs> I wouldn't do it. He man, like it he's looked like boy. it looked like fun. You know, it looked like he was having a good time. But while we were sitting there in the mule and he's sweating his butt off, I'm like. Yeah, you're riding a horse, but it probably feels like you just ran that whole way, you know.
1: And, you know, we're a little bit height challenged here, so they'd have had to bring out some Well, he's, pretty...
0: not, a, he's not a tall guy he's not either. He's
1: super tall, but he's taller than that. They, they would have
0: had to bring out some Shetland ponies for us, probably. <laughs> <laughs> How funny would that have been?
1: Now, Caleb could have got up on him, but— On <laughs>
0: yeah. the Shetland pony? Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm glad we had that that uh, little ATV meal there. That was, yeah, that was, that was yeah. sure nice.
0: That was uh, that made it that made it fun. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I I think it's easy to for somebody to look at this type of hunt as not really a hunt. The dogs are the ones who are hunting, which mm-hmm. is true. That's I'm not true. gonna I'm not gonna argue that the dogs hunted. We were just there to. To do the, to finish the job, even though the dogs could probably finish the job if, if we want to let them. Um, but I know there's people that are probably listening to this and you know thinking like, oh, that's just a kind of a, a testosterone boost type thing to stab one, and maybe so, maybe it is a little bit. Like I said, I feel a little bit different about it than than I thought I would feel about it. Um, but at the end of the day, this is a pretty proven method of eliminating populations of pigs, you know, is using using dogs. And then the way, I mean, a, a knife is just the easiest way to do it at that point, you know, cuz you think about it, you've got six dogs running around in circles. You don't want to have a gun going off around those dogs. Not, I mean, you would risk the hog getting away to call the dogs off of the bay so you could shoot it. Same thing with a bow. I mean, you stand a really good chance of hitting a dog on accident with that a knife Mm -hmm. is just the most accurate way to make sure that the hog dies boy that's right um so that that would be my explanation of it at the same time as effective as it is for that it is also the most involved that you get with the animal in its last breath so it does carry a lot more remorse than it does excitement i think uh, it's 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 a weird thing. I was kind of confused on how to feel even while I'm doing it. It's like, this just doesn't feel like hunting. You know what I mean? It doesn't feel like... It's fun. It's more fun than sitting at the house, for sure. Uh, but it it's not the same thing as, you know, I just shot this buck or whatever. It's not like walking up to a buck that you just shot. Um, because, like I said, the dogs did do... All the work. It's just a different. It's a different thing it, to me. It's just a different thing in general. What are your thoughts on that?
1: Well, first thing going through my mind, and you I think don't think I'm
0: be... a wimp. You think? No, I'm a, no, no. You no. think I'm a sissy? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Maybe for other reasons other than this. But uh, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You're not sissy at all. But but you know, when you're walking along the sidewalk, you see an ant, you step on it. We don't. We don't. We don't think any thing necessarily bad about you don't go that. take it to the taxidermist yeah, and get it mounted you, you know but 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 it's a living living creature i mean and so the, i always come back to and this is just my feeling but something that is an epidemic something that that if we're not careful is going to cause us a it's going to cause us a lot of problems down the road and and it really is i mean for cows if we i mean for everything it is going to cause lots of problems so for that for that situation a mouse you got if you got a mouse problem at your house you're going to set traps probably mm-hmm. so so this is what we're doing with these hogs is 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 trying to help the population come down a little bit because it's going to it's going to cause great problems down the road
0: and i agree with that i'm not i mean i totally agree with that that's let let me ask you this okay let's put let's put a deer in the same scenario okay all right a bunch of dogs bay up a deer and your job is to go and stab this deer to its death what do you think?
1: Well, uh, speaking in, in relationship to some of the counties that I know of here in Texas, there's a deer problem in the city limits. Uh, when you get close to San Antonio, yeah,
0: Fredericksburg, yeah, country stuff. Uh, uh, there's
1: some, there's some, there are some counties that that allow the 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 homeowners. To, to shoot their bow and arrow uh, in city limits. In city limits
0: but I'm, I'm not talking about that okay okay I'm not talking I'm talking but it's an about epidemic,
1: that's what I'm saying
0: but I'm talking about for you as a hunter dealing with stabbing a deer could you stab a deer a perfectly healthy deer not a deer that you've already shot that's wounded it, is that would you consider that hunting? yes okay would you consider it something that you would think would be like fun no right and that's you don't have to go even go any further you wouldn't necessarily call it because that's not you don't I don't think that we want to feel that connected to the animal that we that we shoot or we harvest right that's all it is for me yeah I don't I don't I don't want to have to deal with the, like I am while I have I am touching this animal, it's taking its last breath, right? Like its blood is pouring out onto my onto my leg, right? That's exactly what happened with the pig, and and I know that for you guys that are listening to this, some people are probably this is a an internal, very transparent episode. For you to just think about amongst yourself. I mean, I know there's going to be people on both sides. There's going to be people who are like, absolutely, I want to go and do something like this. It sounds interesting. It sounds kind of fun. For my whole life, it sounded like it was fun. And it was fun. We had a blast. Yeah, we did. We had a blast out there. But I'm just more than anything talking about the actual act of sticking a knife into the living hog. I don't have a whole lot of necessarily respect for a pig about the amount of respect I would have for a coyote probably um, I think they kind of suck I don't like them that much <laughs> um, you know I, I love whitetail I think deer are some of the best animals I have so much respect for them because they, they beat me all the time so I'm not I don't have just a ton of respect for hogs I'm, I'm not on the same level but it's still something that can feel it felt a blade it felt pain you could tell by the way it sounded, you know. Um, I I think that we as hunters, if you do it, maybe you enjoy the heck out of it. I'm not saying you're bad for that, but there there's a part of me that probably just doesn't want to be that invested into the into the whole thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? So, not not. Is it, you know, effective or should we do it? Or I think it should be done for sure. I don't think there's any question about that. But I guess your thoughts, Caleb, I'm interested to hear your thoughts too. Me too. Just because you, you know, you're not, you don't come from a hunting background. Right. You don't have um, a whole lot to compare it to necessarily.
2: I, I agree a little bit with both, but I think I lean more towards agreeing with with my father-in-law on this one just because I agree with the point of like I don't know that it has anything to do with the animal I don't know if that makes sense but for me like the, the act of stabbing something in general like you're stabbing into the body of something you know again it's an animal it's a pig so in, in my mind, it doesn't really matter because it's a pig, and like you say, it's an epidemic. It's a problem, especially for farmers, and there's farmers everywhere. There's farmers in Texas. We have a lot of farmers in Arkansas where I live, and that's how they make their living. And so if, that, if it's an epidemic, if they've got hogs that are keeping them from making a living and providing for their family, that's an issue, you know. Um but but the act of stabbing something, like I was even thinking about that in, uh, in my head. I don't know what it is, but it's almost just like the thought of stabbing something with a knife mm-hmm. makes your, I guess, our flesh or, you know, in our humanity, it makes us feel like we're doing something wrong almost in a sense. Like, this that, feels weird. Like good, That's
0: a good point. I'm, I'm stabbing
2: something, and so this doesn't feel right, Yeah. but I think that we also have to come back to the practical side of reality and realize that what i'm stabbing is an animal, you know. It's not a human, it's an animal and it's 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 a pig and it's a problem. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's a huge problem for farmers. A, it's a huge problem for for most everybody, you know. That's Even an if, interesting
0: thought. Yeah. Like what you're saying is not something it's the act of stabbing feels wrong. Yeah, yeah. Like for your whole life you're told don't stab <laughs> don't stab that you know <laughs> whatever it is don't, don't stab it stop stabbing yeah. you know don't don't make that stick too sharp
2: yeah, don't true. act
0: like you're stabbing your friends because you might act, so I mean like you actually do it in the actual motion right like the motion of it is pretty just relentless like when you watch the video it's, you'll understand it like you can hear Andrew kind of in the background being like just just keep going keep, keep jabbing it and I'm like just jabbing it, you know, over and over again, and it, it doesn't feel right, you know. It's like a, it's I don't know any other way to say it other than how you said it. That was pretty good. It's just like you're. It's not second nature to stab, right?
1: But yet to shoot our bow and arrow, it is something that we have dominion.
0: It it is, but you're also most a lot of the time learning it from a young age Yeah, you know I mean I I think maybe the best thing to compare it to for me is an adult onset hunter who has not ever killed an animal who um, maybe at some point was taught that it was wrong or comes from a family that believes it's wrong and they they're just now kind of getting into it or something like that you know I've heard people talk about the struggle of killing an animal even for food by their own hands and I think maybe I'm maybe the thing is that I that I'm dealing with I'm not dealing with it it's not like I'm going to sleep and thinking about it at night you know I'm not I'm not dealing with it but it was just not what I expected so maybe that is close to the same type feeling that yeah. remorse just that I because I don't just like I said from a young age I didn't ever really have that just heavy remorse
1: and, and with me, I got I to gotta be honest with you. Every time I deer hunt, hog hunt, anything like that, when I take that shot and I hit, it's very seldom I actually connect. But when I do, yeah,
0: the, couple times the couple of times it happened
1: that <laughs> <laughs> I did uh, But, you know, I, I always have a little bit of remorse. I, I, don't know, I don't know of a time that I've ever been hunting that I, that I didn't because i knew i just took that life but i go back to the scriptures and i believe that 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 i i as as human have that that authority and god-given and for food i don't i don't man by the way let me just say pig tastes good i love it man i'm telling you I love that's it. some of the best meat you smoke that thing and it is is crazy good
0: wild pork is some of the best it is smoked meat that you can it
1: possibly is. find i i man if you're out there and you're thinking about it go do it smoke one you won't regret that uh-uh. flavor of that meat it is it is that good and my wife had had said that that she really didn't want to taste it and so Parker and I had smoked one and uh, smoked it for probably only about six hours that day. We
0: did it. Yeah, we did it all day. I mean.
1: And she was kind of like, I don't know. And then she took a bite of it and she said, I love it. She really, really liked it. So for that reason, guys, get out there and do it.
0: Hey, here's a shameless plug, too. If you do kill a hog or you buy a hog or whatever and you want to smoke one, I did a video on how to smoke a hog whole, what was that last year during the yeah, like during the spring, early part of the spring, late winter? Um, right after Saddlepalooza, I shot a hog at palooza and uh, smoked it and did a video about it. So, if you want to do it, follow that step by step instruction video and uh, and let me to,
1: let me add a little bit to that too. Because, how big was that hog you shot at Saddlepalooza? Uh,
0: about probably 60 70 pounds something like
1: that the guys just those are the ones that taste the best yeah but if you're trying to control the population take out the sow
0: Take out a big sow. A
1: big sow, because 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 you are affecting a great great amount of of, of pigs by taking that mama out, mm-hmm. and and it does better for the population. But for the pure purpose of cooking it, <laughs> that little sixty pounder is awesome.
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah. I I've I've eaten. We've had both. I mean, I think the one that I'm trying I think the one that we made for mom that day if it was a big one or a small one it
1: was it was uh, like 60 to 80 was it, it? it wasn't huge
0: was it the one we shot is it the one i shot at allens that day when we did the the spot and stock while we were fishing i don't know i think it was i think that was the one that that we smoked because yours was not smokable no <laughs> i had put a lot of that was the one that charged me and i had put a lot of lead in that one it <laughs> it was not smokable Um, I'm pretty sure it was that little small one that I killed that same trip, though, that we were here. Um, But we have eaten some big ones, too. I mean, at our processor that I go to in Alabama, I see big hogs in there all the time. They taste good. They taste great. Um, But the little ones, it's like deer, you know, big deer don't taste as good as a small deer. Um, All right. So we're getting kind of close to the end of time. Y'all have any closing last thoughts? Caleb. I want you to describe to me what, you've never killed a large animal, right? Have you ever shot a dog or anything like that to put it down? <laughs>
1: you put him on the spot no. there. No.
0: Not, not just out of cold blood. Raccoon, but. rabbit. No, not really. All right. So. But you fish. Yeah, I know you fish. Well, I take that there. back.
2: I'm, I think I may have shot at something, but this has been years ago when I was younger. My, Our grandfather would take us out, you know, squirrel hunting and stuff like that. Most of the time, because we were so young at that time, he would do most of the actual shooting. But um, So I may have shot at something. I don't know that whether I hit anything or not <laughs> yeah. because I was so young. <laughs> but, yeah.
0: So what, what is your expectation of what do you, do you feel like? Let me kind of ask a couple of questions within the same question. I'll let you talk. Do you feel like if you were to shoot a, a pig or kill a pig with a knife or kill a deer— or something like that do you think it would be something that would um make you want to do that for the rest of your life would that be your expectation of it or would for you would it just be like oh that was cool
2: yeah i mean i think it'd be more like you know that was cool It was, it was a cool experience i don't know that i'd want to do it the rest of my life i mean You'll i mean I, it, I guess it depends on what you're talking about like specifically like Hunting that way for the rest of my life? No, probably not. Like, if it, like going out hunting with dogs and then killing a hog with a knife. If you're saying specifically that, just, just <laughs> no. doing that for the rest of my life? No, probably not.
0: You're not gonna just like change your whole passion yeah, no. list and leave that to
1: Andrew. <laughs> yeah. 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 But...
0: So so just just hunting. Like, if you were to do that, do you think that would make you maybe more inclined to get more? Involved in the outdoors, or is that kind of a just not necessarily an interest? I mean, a big I think, interest. I
2: think there's always a possibility.
0: Yeah, sure. It could be. You know. That's cool. Yeah, that's our goal. That's mine and his goal is to like let you kill an animal and then like you just go balls to the <laughs> wall with it. Like, you just become the ultimate. <laughs> not really, um, but it would be cool. I mean, I think it'd be cool to be there for you killing your first animal and um, you know I mean I think that's cool for anybody and you know, the, I mean just the reality is is that everybody isn't gonna be you know as into it as I am or as into it as dad is or and I would say i am probably level up as into it oh, yeah. <laughs> as you are I'm yeah. invested into it
1: I like the camaraderie of it I love the camp out I love the campfires Yeah. I love the the uh, Reactions and joking around at camp, and and you know, I don't know. Back into the truck, just sitting there, just just talking. To me, yeah. that is the best part of the hunting experience. Now, the adrenaline rush of shooting something, yeah, that's great. But really, the connection that it makes, I I loved the other night. For a matter of fact, I'll just say this: at Christmas, they made a, a picture of, of the three of us as with that hog and and I, I gotta be honest with you i cried uh, when i got that because of the connection i'm overwhelmed, I'm overwhelmed. <laughs> I, I, the connection of family and and sharing that moment that that was priceless for me yeah it was priceless to have my son and my son-in-law i can't wait someday to have my grandsons out there with us man yeah. that's gonna
0: be incredible that'll be cool that will be neat um you know, I mean, for me, I, like you talked about, I've been doing it since I was at, on me, mom, and poppy's back porch, shooting birds with a BB gun. Like, it's just always been something for me that I've just been into, like crazy. Well, i tell you one thing I'm not into is fantasy football. But for some reason, y'all, y'all just <laughs> dang love that stuff. And I'm like, I have absolutely no... Stinking desire. I've tried to play it. I've tried to get involved and just to make dad proud, but I just don't. <laughs> I just don't like it. So I can. I can. I can understand where you're coming from where you're supposed to like something and I'm just like I just don't like it that much
1: and can I just add a shameless plug here Caleb finished first in his league in league play not in the playoffs but league play I finished second in my <laughs> league and league play and second in the Super Bowl so
0: so you know I'm just saying hey it was it was congrats I don't care <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know anything that you just said so do you think if you
2: won fantasy one time <laughs> that you would be done the rest of your life it just depends that's a great question it just
0: depends specifically if I beat dad at it probably I would live for that feeling of beating dad at fantasy football
1: well it's not gonna happen
0: Uh, well you're right because I'm not gonna play it Um, but yeah that was fun man I hope I hope tomorrow you can we can uh, maybe get you on a pig hopefully get both of y'all on one I think that would be fun I'm gonna be behind the camera so, regardless of what happens, you'll be able to watch it, guys, who's listening to this. You'll be able to watch it on the YouTube channel. That's the Sportsman's Nation YouTube channel. And um, you got something else, Dan?
1: Yeah, I just wanted to thank uh, uh, the, the people that allowed us to go out there. Like I said, I've already said Andrew, but, yeah. but Alan, uh, a friend of ours in the church, Man, he just is so gracious to let us go yeah. out and do that, and and uh, to be a part of that. And Tavis I don't know and, if
0: gracious is the word because he hates them. He hates, he hates, hates those stinking pigs.
1: <laughs> but <laughs> Tavis and Talon, they they kind of run that part of the the ranch out there, and mm-hmm. and just want to say thank you to all of those guys oh, yeah, for definitely. for making it a possibility for us to run out and do that the other night. It was it was oh, yeah. awesome,
0: and that was fun. And they, you know, I mean, they make you feel comfortable and make you feel like they've they've known you their whole lives. So, and they're as Texas as they get. They are Texas. I love it. I love it. You watch that video, um, the one I just did, and it's so Texas. Like these guys out there in cowboy hats, with their horses and big belt buckles, and I mean they're 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 good guys. though. I really really appreciate them uh, letting us go out there and do that. I'm not used to having to thank anybody for being on their property because we're always talking about public Public land
1: Land. (laughs) thanks me
0: for allowing me to come on my property
1: (laughs) i had to remind a guy the other day when i was in alabama uh he was he was questioning me about what i was doing and i said well i bought a license i was hunting public land i'm hunting my land yeah and, and, and he, he was trying to be smart like, to start out with and then he kind of went oh okay yeah cause he
0: was like what like uh, like taking out trash in an area yeah. Or something like I mean, that yeah
1: he was trying to give me what for and I said it's my land I can hunt it
0: yeah, yeah and I'm guy. going to that guy didn't know what he was talking about I hope he's listening to this right <laughs> now <laughs> freaking <laughs> idiot um no well no, I'm not taking back what I just said but all right y'all have anything else i've enjoyed it oh yeah hopefully we're gonna kill some pigs in the next little bit we are gonna actually go hunting hunting tomorrow not with dogs yeah so that'll be good hopefully kill a pig doing that
1: yeah yeah i've got i feel like there's some pigs coming into some feeders that i got so so we'll we'll hopefully kill a pig there and i hope that i'm gonna kill my big buck that's what i'm
0: that would be neat if you killed your big buck tomorrow That'd yeah. be awesome.
1: I shot at one earlier and
0: missed. So, really, you? Yeah, yeah I missed. Imagine that. Yeah. <laughs> I missed it. I've missed like twelve deer this year, so I can't really say much. I think they were all with. Have I missed one with a gun? I did miss one with a gun. Well, mm-hmm. I didn't miss. I just I didn't hit it where I where I intended to hit it at, and didn't put a lethal shot on it. It happens. Man, it happens. But it sucks when it does. Yeah. That, Caleb. You may tell you a way that I know 100%. You will, if you ever decided I'm never gonna hunt again. If you missed your first animal, you—it's the worst feeling ever. I've done a lot of things, and missing and wounding are the top of the list of bad feelings. Cheating the IRS is the next one. I <laughs> did that? <laughs> that one time. No, I've never done that. I can't figure out how I might do it probably listening to this right yeah. now. Uh, anyways, all right. That's going to be it for tonight. We got to get up early. I got to edit this podcast and edit out all the crap things that I said. <laughs> Not really. Thanks, guys, for coming on. Thank you. Thanks for being a part. Let's go kill some pigs. All right. All right. Guys, remember that God gave you dominion over the birds of the air, the fish of the sea, and the beasts of the earth. So go out and exercise that dominion. We'll talk to you next time.